We are on the Mishnah on the top of Yedzayin Amar Aleph of 17, 17A1 in the Art Scroll Gemara. A short introduction to this new Mishnah. We had in the, very, in the first parak, we haven't dealt with it in a while, but we had in the first parak the three different korbanos, the three different sacrifices that one would bring during the three regalim, the three holidays of Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, and that was the Olas Re'iyah, the sacrifice that gets completely consumed, completely given as a gift to Hashem. And then we have the Shalmei Chagiga and the Shalmei Simcha, the Shlomim, which is partially consumed on the altar, partially you eat, for the Chagiga, for the holiday, and also the Shalmei Simcha, the additional sacrifice that one would bring uh, as a Simcha for for happiness, for rejoicing, for having meat. Uh, and that is also partially consumed and partially eaten by the people that bring it. So there is a discussion in this Mishnah about the fact as to when you should bring this. If we have Pesach and Shavuos and Sukkot, the first day, let's say in the land of Israel, in Eretz Yisrael, the first day of Pesach and the first day of Sukkot is a Yamtav. The rest of the days are Cholmoed except for the last day. The Cholmoed is the intermediary days, but for the first day and the last day of Pesach and of Sukkot, it is a holiday, it is a Yamtav. As a Yamtav, you're not allowed to do certain Malacha, certain forbidden activities, you're not allowed to do if it's for the purpose of eating or for the for other other reasons. It is allowed. It is not the same as Shabbos. And Shabbos, uh, it's not. You're not even allowed to cook and allowed to do things for uh, for your own personal needs. On Yantiv, certain things are are permissible. There's a whole discussion: what is permissible, what is not permissible. But certain things are permissible. Other things are not allowed. Just like on Shabbos, it's not allowed. It's also not allowed on Yamtiv. So the question is, are you allowed to bring these korbanos? We know that you bring them on Pesach and on Sukkot, but are you allowed to bring them on the first day? The first day is Yom Tov, it's not Cholomoed, it's an actual Yom Tov, so are you allowed to bring it? Just like you're not allowed to just uh, create a fire or just do any activity uh, on, on Yom Tov if it's not for a purpose which is permissible on the Yom Tov. So is this permissible? Does this fall under the category of being permissible? Does it not fall under the category of being permissible to bring these various korbanos? This would also apply on Shavuos. Shavuos is unique in that it's only one day. In, in Eretz Yisrael, in Israel, it's only one day. Outside of the land of Israel, it's two days. But inside the land of Israel, it's a one-day holiday. As opposed to Pesach and Sukkot, which is a seven-day holiday or eight-day holiday for Sukkot. Um, and Shavuos is only one day. So part of the discussion is also, or we'll see that the Gemara is going to prove this, that Shavuos, even though it's only one day, but you really have seven days, just like Pesach, you have seven days to bring these korbanos, these sacrifices, you also have seven days to bring it, even though the holiday itself is only one day. On Pesach, we have seven days to bring it because the holiday itself lasts for seven days. And so you can bring it on any of those seven days. And by Shavuos also, even though it's only one day, the holiday itself is only one day, but the Gemara will prove that you really have seven days. You have an additional six days after the holiday to bring these various korbanos that we've been discussing. So the question is, are you allowed to bring it on the first day of Pesach, the first day of Sukkot, the only day of Shavuos? Are you allowed to bring it? Or do we say that, no, you're not allowed to bring it? What would that depend upon? So it would depend upon a few things. One thing that it depends upon is, is it necessary to be brought on that day? Is this the only day that you could bring it? If it's not the only day that you could bring it, so then perhaps you shouldn't bring it on that day. And when it comes to the Korban Chagiga, for example, the Chagiga offering, 
We know that the first day is the best day to bring it, but if you can't bring it on the best day, you can, you, there are other days that you can bring it. There are other, we, you can definitely bring it on any of the other days. So it might not be viewed as necessary to bring it on the very first day. So, because we have other days. There are other korbanos, other sacrifices, like the daily sacrifice is brought every day. If you lose that opportunity for that day, so then it's not like you could, you could do it another day. So, for when it comes to the daily offering, certainly you're allowed to bring that on Yom Tov. And you could also even bring it on Shabbos. On Shabbos itself, you're also allowed to bring it. The other consideration, as we'll see in the Mishnah, is if, if you are going to partake of it, you, as a person, you're going to eat from it, so then certainly everyone's going to agree that that's allowed. And that's what's allowed in Yom Tov. You're allowed to cook if it's for you, if it's for you, for other people, if it's going to be eaten, or at least has the potential to be eaten, so then you're allowed to cook. And so therefore you could also bring the sacrifice. The question is, what about a sacrifice which gets completely consumed, like the Olus Re'iyah? The Olus Re'iyah gets completely consumed. So then the question becomes, is it permissible to bring that type of a korban on Yantiv? Because maybe it's only permissible if you're going to eat it, Lachem, if it's for you, for you to eat. But even if it's for Hashem, maybe that won't be permissible, and we'll tell you to bring it on a different day. Since you have the potential to bring it on a different day, we would tell you to bring it on a different day and any of the other six days. So that's what the discussion is about in this Mishnah. So let's see the Mishnah inside. Beishamai Omer. Beishamai is of the opinion to say, Basically, what Beishamai says is, you're allowed to bring the Shlomim, meaning the special offerings of the Shalmei Chagiga and the Shalmei Simcha. Let's say. It's ignoring one comment in Rashi, but let's say the, the Shalmei Simcha and the Shalmei Chagiga, because you partake of them, you eat from them, so it's just like cooking a Yantiv, you're allowed to bring those as karbanos, also as sacrifices, because you are going to eat from them. Beishamai also mentions what we mentioned from the last Mishnah, when you bring these karbanos, we do not do smicha, you do not lean on them, and that was the discussion from the last Mishnah, that we don't lean on them, that part that you lean on the animal before you slaughter the animal. Beishamai held in the last Mishnah, and he says, he repeats it over here, that you don't do that. Beishamai says, if it's a korban ola, like the olas re'iyah, so then, you do not... You do not bring that olas. You do not bring that olas re'iyah because that olas re'iyah is completely consumed. And since there's another day that you can bring it, and it's not for people to eat, it's for Hashem, but it's not for people to eat. You should not bring it on the first day. You should bring it on any subsequent day. And the same thing applies even for Shavuos, which Shavuos is only one day. You wouldn't bring that korban, that sacrifice, on Shavuos itself. You'd hold off for a one of the other days. Ubeis Hillel Omer, Ubeis Hillel argues and says no. He says, first of all, you're allowed to bring all them, the shlamim, those that are partially consumed, partially eaten by people, and the ola. The ola you're also allowed to bring, because since it's being brought for Hashem, it's being brought uh, for, a, for a significant purpose, so then you're allowed to bring that also on the first day. And also, based on what he said in the previous Mishnah, you're allowed to do smicha, you're allowed to lean on the animal on Yantiv, which was the discussion from the previous Mishnah. But the, the new dispute here is about whether or not you're allowed to bring that korban, which is completely consumed. Beishamai says you're not allowed to, therefore bring it on any of the other six days, or for, for Pesach and for Shavuos and for Sukkot, it's seven days, because the holiday is eight days long. And Beishelo argues and says, no, you're allowed to bring it on the first day. Even that which the korban, the sacrifice that gets completely consumed, that falls under the category of, of, of permissible usage on Yantiv. The commission now discusses a very specific case, and it says, this is the practical ramifications. Let's say one example. Shavuos falls out on Friday. Shavuos is one day long. It falls out on Friday. So according to Beishamai, you can't bring the Ola 
that which gets completely consumed, you can't bring that on Friday because it's Yantiv. It's the first day of Yantiv. Then the next day, you can't bring it on Shabbos because it's Shabbos. Shabbos, certainly, you wouldn't be able to bring it. So, when you slaughter that, you slaughter, you would wait until Sunday. Wait until Sunday. Basil argues and says, no. He says, no, you would bring it on Friday. Bring it on Friday. That's the day that you can bring, bring it because that's the day that it becomes permissible to bring. But the Mishnah adds, let's say the first day of the holiday falls out on Shabbos itself. If it falls out on Shabbos itself, so then it doesn't become permissible. It's only because there's a big difference between Shabbos and Yantav. On Yantav, on the holiday, we have exceptions when it's for you to eat, as, as people to eat, or according to Beis Hillel, if, if it's for God, so then we make it permissible to cook or to bring a sacrifice. But if it falls out on Shabbos, we're not allowed to cook on Shabbos. Even for us, we're not allowed to cook on Shabbos. So then everyone agreed, both Beis Hillel and Beis Shaman would agree that if, if the holiday, the first day of the holiday falls out on Shabbos, then you you wouldn't bring it on Shabbos because it's an opportunity to bring it on another day. You would bring it on, we would tell you to bring it on Sunday. And that's what Beis Hillel says, that's what the Mishnah says, Umodim Shabbos. Everyone agrees, both Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel agree that if it falls out on Shabbos, if the first day of the holiday falls out on Shabbos, on Shabbos you're not allowed to cook at all. There are no exceptions. So then we say, Shayam Tavuach Achar Shabbos. So then everyone agrees that you would, you'd bring all these sacrifices on Sunday. Okay, that's the end of that part of that Mishnah. The Mishnah now has one more part, which is when when Shavuos falls out on Friday, according to Beis Shammai, that we would slaughter, uh, we would bring these various offerings on Sunday, or according to Beis Hillel, if it falls out on Shabbos, we would bring these offerings on Sunday. There is a concern that there was a group of people, the Tzedukim, who did not believe in the Oral Torah. They didn't believe in the Oral Torah, and therefore they believed that Shavuos, based on how the verse ex- writes when Shavuos uh, falls out, they were of the opinion that Shavuos always falls out on a Sunday. Every year it falls out on a Sunday uh, because they had a different, they, they, they go based on the written Torah alone and we have an oral tradition that says that it's, that it's specifically 49 days after the first day of Pesach so it doesn't have to fall out on Sunday, it could fall out on any day. But the Tzedukim, the Tzedukim felt that uh, incorrectly that it was always on a Sunday. Shavuos always fell out on a Sunday. So the mission now says, well, based on our last two cases, or based on our discussion, if Shavuos falls out on Friday, and then according to Beis Shammai, we don't bring the sacrifices until Sunday, or according to Beis, even according to Beis Hillel, where if the first day Shavuos falls out on Shabbos, then we delay bringing the sacrifices, the unique sacrifices of those holidays, till Sunday. So then, there's already concern that people might get confused and say, you know what, the Tzedukim are right. We're, we're pushing it off. It's not... It was supposed to be on Friday. It was supposed to be on Shabbos. And we're pushing off the offerings to bring it on a day which is not the holiday, on Sunday, which is not really the holiday at all. So people are going to be confused and think that really the Tzedukim are right. Really the Tzedukim are correct in assuming that the holiday always for Shavuos is on a Sunday. And therefore, because we don't want people to make that assumption, we say as follows, says the Mishnah, Ein Kohen Gadol Mislavish The Kohen Gadol, the High Priest, he should not wear what Rashi explains is fancier clothing to show that it's a it's a day it's a day which is a, a fancier day of a holiday. Tosa says that it's specifically clothing which the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, would wear when he would bring the sacrifices because he would often bring the sacrifices when it is a holiday. He doesn't have to bring it every day, but he would bring these sacrifices uh, when it's uh, he would go out of his way to say I'm going to be bringing the sacrifices during a holiday. 
So we say that the Kohen Gadol shouldn't wear those clothing, i.e. he shouldn't be the one that brings those sacrifices. We don't want the Kohen Gadol to either wear fancy clothing or do the service in the Beis Amigdash on that Sunday because we don't want people to think that Sunday is really the correct day for Shavuos for every year, like the Tzedukim. So therefore, we tell the Kohen Gadol that he shouldn't do certain things so that people wouldn't get confused. And also, we say, We also say that people are permitted to... Uh, eulogize if there's a funeral, which in general is not allowed when it's a holiday. We say you're allowed to fast. You're also allowed to fast on those days. So that the whole purpose is this is turning the page to 1782. So that people don't think that the tzedukim are correct to assume that Shavuos falls out um, after always on a Sunday, which is after Shabbos. So because we don't want them to get confused, so therefore, we make the make these all permissible. So again, just to to review the Mishnah, there are three parts of the Mishnah. The first part of the Mishnah is to say that there's a dispute between Beishamai and Beishelo. Beishamai is of the opinion to say that even though you're allowed to cook on Yantiv for yourself, but it's not permissible to cook for Hashem. So therefore, you're not allowed to bring the offering, which is, gets completely consumed on the first day of Yantiv itself. You can bring it on any of the days of Cholamoid, of the intermediary days, you're allowed to bring that ola, that sacrifice that gets completely consumed. Beis Hillel argues and says that no, just like you're allowed to cook on the first day of Yantiv, for your, on Yantiv you're allowed to cook for yourself, you're also allowed to cook for Hashem, so therefore you are allowed to bring that sacrifice that gets completely consumed. That was the first part of Mishnah. The second part of Mishnah then gave uh, the practical example case of what happens if Shavuos falls out on Friday. Shavuos falls out on Friday, Beis Shammai says you cannot bring the offering on Friday of, that, of the offering that gets completely consumed on Friday, can't bring it on Shabbos, certainly can't bring it on Shabbos, you wait till Sunday. Basil argued and says, no, you can bring it on Friday. But everyone agrees that if, if the first day of the holiday falls out on Shabbos, everyone agrees, Shabbos, you're not allowed to cook for anybody. You're not allowed to cook for yourself. You're not allowed to cook for Hashem. Then you cannot bring these special offerings. And the reason why you can't bring these special offerings is specifically because you have a way out. You can bring it the next day or the, over the next six days. So therefore, we tell you, do not bring that those offerings. Even though it's the first day of the holiday, don't bring it on the first day of the holiday. Push it off till Sunday. Even Basel agrees when it falls out on Shabbos. That was the second part of the Mishnah. The third part of the Mishnah is that because we're pushing it off, people were, were concerned that people will think that the Tzedukim are correct. This group of people that do not believe in the oral Torah and just believe in the written Torah are correct in assuming that Shavuos always falls out on a Sunday, and that's incorrect. Because we're concerned for that, as we're pushing off the offerings till Sunday, we say that the Kohen Gadol shouldn't wear fancy clothing, or the Kohen Gadol shouldn't serve in the base of Migdash. He doesn't have to serve. He often serves during the holidays. He shouldn't serve so that people don't assume that it's the actual holiday of Shavuos. And also we say that people are it's permissible to give eulogies and to fast on that Sunday, even though that's the Sunday that we are bringing the various offerings. So that is the Mishnah on Yudzayin Amir Aleph. The Gemara is then going to get into to prove... How do we know that that on Shavuos, which is a one-day holiday, that we really have the ability to bring it for seven days? The various offerings you're allowed to bring over the course of seven days, even though the holiday itself is just for the first day. It's not like Pesach and, and Sukkot, where you have the opportunity to give it for the next seven or eight days because it's a, it's a holiday. Shavuos is unique in that it's only a one-day holiday, and we still allow you to bring the various offerings after the holiday is over over the next uh, seven days. So the Gemara is going to say this, and we'll read one line in the Gemara, and then we'll conclude this recording. Amar Abu Lazar, Amar Abu Shaya, 
How do we know that Shavuos has seven days, a seven-day period, where you're allowed to bring the various festival offerings of the Chagiga and the Olas Re'iyah? How do we know this? Based on the following verse. The verse says, It says, the verse says, on Pesach, on Shavuos, and on Sukkot. It says that you have to appear in front of Hashem. That's the mitzvah of appearing in front of Hashem three times a year in front of the base of Mikdash. So it mentions Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. So the Gemara says, Makish Matzos. There's a connection here. It puts right next to each other Shavuos to Pesach. Just like on Pesach, we have seven days because it's a seven day holiday. So to on Shavuos, you have seven days, even though the day itself, the holiday itself is just one day, but you have seven days of compensation to bring the various offerings of the Olas Re'iyah and the Chagiga if you weren't able to bring it on the first day. The Gemara asks, oh, but, but why, don't we, why do we connect Shavuos to Pesach? We should connect Shavuos to Sokis. Why don't we connect it to Sukkot? On Sukkot you have eight days for the holiday. The holiday is eight days long. So therefore we should have eight days to as a competition period to bring these various offerings. So we should say also for Shavuos. Shavuos is also written right next to Sukkot. It should also have an eight day uh, eight day period where you can bring the offering. And that's the question of the Gemara. The Gemara answers Shmini Regal Bifnei Atzmahu. The eighth day is really in an independent day. It's a separate day. It's called uh, it's a Shmini Atzeret. It has a separate it's a separate day with separate laws to it. So and that's the Gemara's answer. The Gemara is going to reject that answer, but we'll hold off on that for the next recording. But the Gemara, as of now, is answering that the eighth day is really a separate day. It's not really part of Sukkot itself. But we'll see that the Gemara is going to reject that answer in the next recording. But in the end of the day, Shavuos has seven days, just like Pesach has seven days, Shavuos also has seven days. Even though the, the holiday Shavuos is only for one day, we will give you seven days to bring these various offerings. And so, because of that, there's a big discussion as to what is the status of the next seven days, or the next six days of Shavuos. That Shavuos, that you have the ability to bring the offerings over the next uh, seven days in total, what is the status of those days? Do we say that they have a quasi-status of a holiday? Even though by the by the technical rules of the holiday, the holiday itself only lasts for one day, but maybe it has certain aspects of those remaining six days after that first day, it has the status of a quasi-holiday. That uh, perhaps there's different discussions about whether or not you could say the bracha of Shehachiyanu on those other days. We say Shehachiyanu, the bracha of of thanking Hashem for bringing us to this holiday, to this day. What happens if you forgot to say it on the first day? Maybe you could say it on the other six days. Or the fact that we don't say Tachanun on these days. We don't say, we don't mention Tachanun. Others bring down the custom that there's a, there's a halacha, there's a, a law that you should go visit your Rebbe, your teacher on the holidays. What happens if you forgot you, you, or you weren't able to go on the first day? Maybe you could fulfill that mitzvah by going on any of the other six days. So it might have some sort of quasi-holiday uh, aspect to it, even though it doesn't have the technical rules of a, a yantiv.